honestly. To another riveting episode of Honestly with Zoe and Logan. It's us. That was Logan. It's us. That was Zoe. <laughs> we're, we're decided to change it up yeah. a little bit. You know, uh, keep oh. you on your toes. With... Get those sirens. Ooh, they are coming for us. <laughs> they are going to arrest us for having a bad podcast. Uh, I guarantee no one will be able to hear the sirens. So we'll just sound a little bit crazy. A little bit. But you know. That's what you've come to expect. I mean, did we mention that this is honestly, like, this is the 36th, 36th, 36th episode. If you haven't come to expect a little bit of craziness from us. 36th episode. (laughs) Oh my god, you still have that. What if we just started doing that for, like, episodes that weren't, like, a milestone? It's like, episode 42. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we both made the noise instead of I literally had the app open. No. That's fine. We're artists. We create the noise with our mouths. <laughs> like that. That's the face. <laughs> You're like, uh. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's delightful. Oh, how is everyone doing this fine, fine day? Good, good, good. bad, That's horrible, bad. okay. I don't know. You guys uh, can reply while we're Please talking. respond to us. We'll, um, do- we'll wait. Interesting. No, that's, I'm glad to hear it. Well, that's cool. Yeah, no, that's Good awesome. job. Good for you. I knew you'd do it. Yeah, we're really proud of you. <laughs> They're telling us something really horrible. They're that like, happened. my goldfish died. And... I'm like, wow, good for you. <laughs> like, slay me. Yes. That, oh, that almost went in the garbage, but not quite. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you. You're so um, welcome. Okay, so we've heard about their dead goldfish. How are you doing, Zoe? Uh, my goldfish isn't dead. Perfect. I don't have a goldfish. Even better. So, uh, That'd be really concerning if your goldfish did die and you don't have one. Uh, my goldfish died, but the thing is, oh, it's one of those creepy pastas. Oh my god. <laughs> wasn't a goldfish at all. It was a sewer rat. <laughs> and humans can rat. lick too. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. You're good. So your goldfish that you don't have didn't die. It didn't die, so that's always a Fantastic. bonus. That is a bonus. I'm just, like, really tired today. I feel like my energy <laughs> is at an all-time low. Yeah. All-time low. I got your picture. I'm, I'm coming, coming with you, dear Maria. Maria. <laughs> is that how this episode is going to be? It's going to be one of those one of the- episodes. <laughs> Everyone listening is like, you mean, like, every single episode you've done in your goddamn life? And then they immediately click out. Yeah. Um, Can I listen like- to Jasmine? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, God bless. Oh, my God. I meant to mention, not mention her. Um, well, no. mention her. Sure. <laughs> Hi, Jasmine. No, I meant to message her because she was talking about... Um, Oh, I can't remember what it was, but something to do, like, with your birthday Oh, and, like, yeah, yeah, in her most recent stuff. one. And I was, like, and she was, like, send me your birthday and I can do it for you. And so I wanted her to do mine, yeah. but then I forgot to send her my birthday. But Jasmine, if you're listening, my birthday is June 26, 1994. Do it. I'd love to find out what you have to say about my life. <laughs> Mine's April 29th, also 94. <laughs> Please help us. Give us some direction. <laughs> Some guidance. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You just messages everything. <laughs> Bye. Uh, literally everything about your life is wrong. Um, give us guidance um, and direction. You seem very wise. Um, <laughs> delightful. Uh, how are uh, you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I have been feeling very productive the last few days. You have been days. killing it. Like, it all started on the weekend. I had a very productive weekend, which... Doesn't always happen, let me tell you. Or like I'll have, seldom does. I'll have like me. one productive day, but then it's like the next day I'm just like no, I'm not gonna do anything. But I've been feeling very productive, so I feel very good about myself, a little high and mighty. Um and then it's continued into the week, so that's very nice. So on it. Um I've been like cleaning and cooking and doing work. Just being a domestic goddess. Just being a little domestic, being a little goddess. 
being both. Lil Goddess. Lil Goddess. Rap name. My album is dropping later this year. Um, yes, so that has been very nice. We are recording on a Tuesday today. Again. We have not recorded on a Thursday in what seems like probably a month it's at been, this point. Yeah, at least. Because I have to keep being like, hey, Zoe, um, can we change the day? Hey, sorry, can we record on a day? Um, and so, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> that's fine. Um, the reason we are recording on a Tuesday this week is because... I am going to New York this weekend. Very exciting. Which, in theory, doesn't really affect the podcast, but I'm going to have to pack on Thursday night, which is when we normally record. Um, so I was like, hey, can we do a little switcheroo? And um, we can. And we can. And we're here. And so we are here. If any of you have recommendations of things I should do whilst I am in the city of New York, <laughs> kindly send Lost them. in New York. <laughs> the streets are How you get lost in New York? <laughs> The grid system, motherfucker. Um, please let me know things to do. I'm accumulating a long, long list of things thanks to people like Zoe and one of my coworkers and some people on Twitter, lovely souls. What are what are your oh What are your list looking like? What are your English list? is a language I've mastered. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I don't have time to pull up my map, which I've been like oh, pinning everything yeah. to. But a lot of museums. I want to okay. go to the Met. The MoMA, the Goog, um, <laughs> the, the Whitney, the Museum of Sex, which you recommended, yeah. and then also um, oh, our friend on Twitter, whose name I'm oh. completely drawing a blank on. Yes, they. Um, lovely. Little, little yes, thing. yes. Uh, her at is Monkey420. She uh, gave me a bunch of recommendations, which was really appreciated. Um, so, a bunch of museums. Um, I want to do like some vintage shopping. Um, I'm getting my nails done at Paintbox. I'm going to the Glossier showroom because I'm that bitch. Um, <laughs> what else? Chelsea Market. People time. told me to do. Pardon? I said a better time. Oh, name yes. a better time. Name a better, better time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, there's something else. Oh, I might do like Top of the Rock, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I want to eat lots and lots of food. All the food. Give me all the foods. But yes, when you are listening to this, I will either be on my way to New York or in New York, depending on when you're listening or to this. Or lost in New or York. Or lost in New York, quite possibly. <laughs> um, so send me recommendations of things to do if you are familiar with the city. I haven't been there for a decade, so <laughs> not up to date on all the cool hip things to do there. Be really helpful and be like, you should go to a museum. <laughs> the museum. <laughs> So it's like a couple summers ago, and I don't know, like Zoe and I were talking about things that we wanted to do in the summer, and Zoe's like, I want to go to the museum. Like, just to recap, we live in Toronto. There are several museums to choose from in this city, and this girl just goes, the museum. And I was like, well, which one do you mean? I meant the wrong, <laughs> but you know, I just thought it was implied. Yes, implied out of these several. In a city full of museums. But then more recently, I discovered that there is actually a museum called The Museum in the Kitchener-Waterloo area. So that's clearly what I meant. So clearly not the wrong, as I just stated. Yeah, no. (laughs) But The Museum, the one and only. Yes. Hashtag The Museum. (laughs) I thought I was being clear and direct. That's like, that's like me being like, I want to go to the store or the mall. Like, there are dozens, Listen. hundreds. Listen, uh, I don't need to make sense. No, you don't. It's Not fine. Honestly, most of the time you don't. No, 100% of the time I don't. Uh, I like your socks. Thank you. Why am I wiggling my toes like that? I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like on every episode of the podcast, there needs to be a segment where we discuss what's on your socks. Yeah. Because Zoe has quite the sock collection. <laughs> cats are on them today. Today's socks feature cats. cats. Mine have mouths on them. Mouths. I'm wearing some Helio Sacer socks. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Don't want to be sponsored <laughs> because trash. We've mentioned. Trash brand. No size inclusivity. 
Okay. I love the finger <laughs> wags that Just you're doing. Like, it's like you're trying to be sassy, but also are but very But I'm also stiff. very white <laughs> and can't be sassy. You're like, I'm going to move in a jagged way. <laughs> it's like I'm moving my finger, but also my entire body yeah. with it. Um, I can't isolate my movements, apparently. Um, yes, okay. So we've uh, talked about how we are. We've talked about our socks, <laughs> our non-existent goldfish. Um, I have socks with goldfish on them, but one of them is missing. <sighs> so maybe he is dead. Tragic. <sighs> you just gotta persevere. I do. I'm a survivor. We've mentioned before. I we mention it a lot. We do because we like to complain about things that aren't problems. No. But what are problems? Uh, none of the things we mentioned. That's true. <laughs> uh, We're also going to a concert. In a week. Oh my god. Exactly. A week tonight. Yeah. This time next week, yeah. we will be, I don't know, standing in line. Probably freezing. <laughs> I really Oh, stop. winter jacket. I know. I've already, oh. that thought has already crossed my mind. I'm like, how am I going to dress for the show? Because there is nothing worse than going to a general admission show in yeah. the winter. No. It's actually like its own little hell. It is. Like, if you live in a climate such as ours. <laughs> Um, God bless you if you live in a climate where it's like, I don't know, like 20 degrees every day must be be nice. That would be so nice. Um, Just like a quick rundown for people who aren't in Toronto. Um, this previous weekend was a frozen tundra of a weekend. It was minus 37 the entire weekend. Minus 37 Celsius. The entire weekend. Wow, that was minus 37 Fahrenheit. That'd be actually like unbearable yeah um but yes it has been the last two weeks have been disgustingly cold so cold um like just really bone chilling you know like that is just the perfect word to describe it I was talking to um one of my co-workers today and he was like oh yeah like you know it's like it's been really cold but it's actually like it's a bit milder today yeah and we were both talking about how it's nothing like really really cold weather that makes you appreciate zero as yeah. a temperature zero you're like oh do i need a jacket to go outside like that's a thought that crosses your mind in canada like, in the though, winter he was because it was like it was like around zero today like and it was like minus like a couple degrees or something yeah. and he was just like i was like warm on my way to work yeah. <laughs> like that's the point that we're at and i went out to starbucks this afternoon and i like it's right across the like right across the office <laughs> that would <laughs> be nice, nice. <laughs> it's right across the building from my office and so like i just went outside in my sweater and i was like a little chilly, but I'm a little fine. Nippy. It's fine to run across the street. Where if I had done that a week ago, I would have frozen in yes. place. <laughs> Literally, though. It uh. was so bad. The bathroom in my house is the only room that doesn't have heating. So I had a shower and I came out and I was like standing in there for a little bit. And because like I had been showering, so it was like pretty steamy yeah. in there. But then I, I left and I came back a little while later to like brush through my hair. And parts of my hair were becoming crispy from the cold and i was like why do i live here why do i live in a place like this it's horrible i can't deal with it yeah my bathroom like i'm also like bathroom downstairs that i use also doesn't have heating um so like whenever i shower i like have a space here that i turn on and i'm just like this makes it slightly better (laughs) oh it was a rough rough weekend but i feel like i won some sort of lottery because at work they were doing inventory and the majority of the shifts were um, overnight. So you showed up at nine and stayed until five in the morning the next day. Mm-hmm. But because it still has to run as a store, they need people for the floor. And I was uh-huh. on the floor and I was like, thank you. They're like, I'm thank not you staying so here overnight, suckers. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's <laughs> But it was also bad because then you couldn't, like, do anything like with the stuff in the back so if like a customer mm. needed a size you just had to be like no it's not back there even if you knew there was like <laughs> oh, 20 no. of them and they're like really and you're like i could check and then you just have to go be like i can't touch oh, any of this because no. we're counting <laughs> that's so unfortunate <sighs> which made it made work very slow and also because of the extremely cold temperatures people were not not shopping not out no one wanted to leave yeah. their house and the only people who were there were really people who worked in the mall and were like on a break yeah. and they were like oh, i'll come try something off <laughs> like, okay that's fun it was a lot a lot our trademark tm 
Don't you hate the new bolded trademark I symbol? I hate it. It's it ruins so our brand. It doesn't blend into your text no. anymore. So now I've just taken to like copying and pasting a real uh, trademark symbol into the con, which is such a pain. It is. <laughs> Again, with the problems. I mean, we really are just surviving, doing our best in, in these trying times. In a world that sometimes seems challenging. It doesn't even work in, like, Snapchat either. Like, no. it shows up just as no. the... Why, it's disgusting. Why did they do that? Why did they change what it? I don't purpose? know. Maybe the trademark symbol was trademarked and they couldn't uh, get the rights to it anymore. But it's an emoji form. But it's different. Uh-huh. I don't know. We're lawyers. None of that made sense. Um, I hate it. What are your thoughts on the new bold trademark Tell us symbol? again. We'll wait. Please let us know. Talk into the void. <laughs> Someone's listening. God is always listening. <laughs> God is watching. God is watching. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> What's going on in the world? A lot. <laughs> trademark. <laughs> the trademark emoji being number one on our list. Yes, yes. Also, the Golden Globes happened. The good old double G. <laughs> are on Sunday night. It was a thing that happened. It was a thing that happened. What were your thoughts? I have a lot of different thoughts on different parts of it. Sure. Start with the host. He did an okay job. I, I think he did a good job. I love Seth Myers with all my heart. I He did not disappoint me. I have been very That's concerned. That's all you can ask for. Um, I think he did a good job. You could tell that he was absolutely petrified. Oh, yeah. And he and was every, sticking to the teleprompter. Every joke about him being petrified, I'm like, was that written down? Because that's just coming straight from your eyeballs. just his real You're like, feelings. I am scared and I want to go home. Um, I don't blame him for being scared. No. It would have been a very frightening thing to do in the current climate. Yeah, but he did it. He did a good job. He did a good job. I can only imagine the hours that went into writing and screening the jokes for the show. <laughs> but there were some good ones. There were some good ones. I liked, um, when people booed because he said something about Kevin Spacey. And oh, he was like, oh, was that too mean to Kevin Spacey? <laughs> when he made That's a joke about how Kevin Spacey can't do a southern oh, accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, can you do a southern accent? Because Kevin Spacey sure as hell can't. And everyone's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that, because I was like, yeah, why are you going, uh, for kids? Yeah, really. And I liked um, where he did the segment, like, jokes that Seth can't tell or whatever yeah. that he does on his show. That was quite funny. Uh, I enjoyed that. All the women did a good job. And Billy and Eichner. Billy Eichner. <laughs> that was um, delightful. What else? Um, <laughs> the dates. Some of the actresses bringing their dates. Yes. Seeing, like, activists and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There was a part of me that appreciated it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, that's nice that you're bringing it. Then another part, I was like, most of the people who brought people as dates are white women, mm-hmm. and all their dates were, like, social and political activists who were people of color, mm-hmm. and it just felt very, like, this is my accessory for uh, the yeah. evening. I could see I'm that. I'm woke. <laughs> Look, they're here. Hashtag woke. So that kind of bothered me, but mm-hmm. also I was like, I see what you're going for. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that, but I was a little, well, fishy. I could see that. Yeah. Understandable. Thoughts? Uh, on that specifically? Or Anything. Just generally? Um, <laughs> the GGs. The double Gs. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, everyone looked very nice in their they black did. ensembles. They did. Um, like, can we just talk about fashion for a second? Was it Christina Hendricks that just looked bomb? She had, like, the skirt, but then she had, like, the pants Mm. on underneath, and mm, I love Christina Hendricks. I was like, goddess. (laughs) Um, she looked great. Viola Davis. Can we have a moment for Viola Davis? That (laughs) entire look. Oh my god. Her and Helen Mirren walked out to present, and I was like, Like, I know, I was like, she looks fantastic. Slay me. They both looked amazing. Um, who else? I'm not talking about anything of substance, but I like looking at Fashion, pretty clothes. Yeah. I think 
honestly, everyone looked really nice. There were only a couple of dresses where I was like, that is ugly, but good for you for stepping out. Like, I don't remember people's names, Mm -hmm. which is really helpful. (laughs) But there was one dress where I was like, oh, that's so pretty. And then it zoomed down. There was like a weird belt situation Uh, happening. Interesting. And I was like, no. Take that belt back. Please. Why is that there? Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. Divine. Yes. Oh my goodness, she always looks amazing. Like, I just really love her sense of style. What a queen. Also, um, her, what is that, the Vogue, like, when they ask them questions, when they walk oh, around. Oh, 73 house. questions yeah. or whatever. Her video for that was the only one where I was like, this is a believable conversation. Yes. Everyone else, I'm like, could you script this a little more I possibly? <laughs> She's just such a delight. Um, yeah, okay, so aside from the fashion, which was obviously enjoyable, oh, I like Dave Franco's jacket. Mm. He had, like, that really cool yeah. jacket, like, suit jacket. That was really nice. Um, James Franco, that's been a topic of discussion. Yeah, that was on my, that's on my list. Uh, big yikes. People are not happy. Um. Can we blame them? No. Not really. <laughs> also, I did laugh when Tom. I went to go grab Kim the and mic. He's like, whoa. <laughs> because I was like, uh-oh, if that mic gets past, it's going to be the uh, most uncomfortable, like, two minutes of everyone's life yeah. watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I think him wearing the Time's Up pin was a bit of a bad call in the sense that it was entirely a bad call. You know? Yeah. You know when something is a bad call? It, that it's, was a bad call. It's not a good one, for um, sure. Yes. So, just to backtrack a few years, yeah, there was an issue, we'll say, involving James Franco and an underaged girl. Yeah. Um, and I don't actually remember the specifics of it, but he was like corresponding with her and like was trying to meet up with her. Yeah. And, like, didn't he actually Instagram. meet up with her? I don't think so. Or did so. it get like nipped before I think that it, point? I think it got like found out before because I think he was starting to get like aggressive with wanting her to get there Mm -hmm. where it was like seriously you're not gonna and then I think she posted the stuff and was like okay he's being super weird so he's been accused of his own predatory behavior so a lot of people myself included um have really questioned why he was up there wearing a time's up pin when he is part of the problem and there's two tweets that were like circulating Mm -hmm. one is from sarah titter kaplan that's a dope and she said hey james franco nice time's up pin at the golden globes remember a few weeks ago when you told me the full nudity you had me do in two of your movies for a hundred dollars a day wasn't exploitative because i signed a contract Time's up on that. Ooh. And then Violet Pally, Polly, I don't know how to say her last name, but she tweeted, cute time's up pin, James Franco. Remember the time you pushed my head down in a car towards your exposed penis and that other time you told my friend to come to your hotel when she was 17 after you had already been caught doing that to a different 17-year-old? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, that was an issue... Um, don't really respect that. Uh, another thing a lot of people have been talking about, and I want to hear your opinion on it, Zoe, I'm just yes. to Zoe. Also, audience, tell us tell your us. opinion. Um, yes. a lot of people have been upset over the fact that all of the men who accepted their awards didn't say anything yeah. about the Time's Up initiative. Thoughts? Yeah. Well, two of them kind of did, and that's what I want to point out, too. It was Guillermo del Toro and Sterling K. Brown. Both, I know, they both kind of touched on it, but I think it's interesting (laughs) that it was them who said anything. And not a white man. Not a white man, which is another Mm -hmm. issue in itself. So you leave all the burden of saying something on people of color. Women and people of color. Like, wow, love how things aren't changing at all. Yes, I saw a lot of people, especially giving Alexander Skarsgård slack for it, because he won his award for portraying um, a abusive rapist, an abusive rapist in um, Big Little Lies, um, and I people, still have not watched that. It's which phenomenal. I need to. Like it was one of the best shows that I watched last year. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. last <laughs> year, so good. Um, I was listening to the soundtrack again today and yesterday because yeah. watching the Golden Globes reminded me, and it has such an amazing soundtrack. Yeah, I need to watch it. It's oh, really good. Yeah, no, I would recommend it. Um, 
But a lot of people are giving him flack for not saying anything because they're like, well, you portray this character that's, like, part of the problem, sort of, like... Yeah. Whatever. People are giving him problems for it. Um, and I definitely see where people are coming from in the sense that they're angry that more men didn't talk about yeah. it. But in the same vein, and I'm not trying to, like, defend anyone or be like, it's okay. But at the same time, I think, like, we saw how nervous Seth Meyers was yeah. through this, and he had a teleprompter of pre-approved jokes mm-hmm. to say, and even he was still nervous. Yeah. I think a lot of men don't know how to talk about this, and that's an issue in and of that itself. Is, but it's, yeah. I think a lot of them don't know how to talk about it, and I think they've seen people, such as Matt Damon, get skewered <laughs> for saying very stupid things yeah. and not shutting up about it when they're clearly saying yeah. stupid things. And to give certain people the benefit of the doubt, I think they just don't know what to say or how to talk about it and they are scared to say anything because they don't want to say the wrong yeah. thing and then it's kind of like you can't win. <laughs> and, yeah, it is. And I think like leading up to the Golden Globes itself was a lot of like, you know, the times that things happening, mm-hmm. you know, that it's going to be like a hot button issue that everyone's going to be talking mm-hmm. about there just because of the state of Hollywood. <laughs> the state of the world. Um, um, But like, I think it was that Men are supposed to listen, and I think some of them took the listening so literally that they're like, we cannot speak about anything ever. I think and like, so. I think that's fine, mm-hmm. but I think um, if you were nominated for something, I think it would have been okay if you had prepared a little mm-hmm. something and had it pre-approved by like your PR person or someone. Exactly. Like, been ready to do that knowing that it was going to be an issue because it just kind of like whether deliberate or not like I don't think anyone specifically won and was like I'm not going to say anything no, about I agree, this. I agree. Um, but it kind of feeds back into like oh women have to do everything yeah. <laughs> still like oh all of this and no support from them. But. Yeah you know it, it does just kind of seem like you know if they say something they get criticized for the way that they said it or what they said Mm -hmm. which you know again people like matt damon clearly are not (laughs) going through their pr person or their agent or anybody and they're just like talking or having any sort of critical thought process you know so you know they say something they get criticized for it or if they don't say something they get criticized for it and it's just like there just needs to be kind of like a good happy medium where they you know they can they are informing themselves enough to speak out on it. And I think... Um, and knowing where their place is exactly. to talk about it. And I think that given the way people have been talking about this on the opposite side of things, that people are like, none of this happens. Mm-hmm. I think we can kind of count it as a win that no one at the Golden Globes said anything. Like, they might have not said anything at all, mm-hmm. but there also wasn't any, like, public out like no one is no 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 like that's true that's small victory not enough still no but but i think at the very least like any man who won an award on sunday night could have at least in the last three seconds of a speech been like hey shout out to all the ladies (laughs) (laughs) hey ladies (laughs) i love the beastie boys um but just quickly been like hey Shout out and respect to yeah. all the women who are here representing the Times Up initiative. Like yeah. it would have taken five seconds, and I think that would have gone a Enough long way. Enough of a statement. Um, just to like really quickly acknowledge that like you recognize what's going on. Exactly. You might not know how to talk about it because it's a dicey situation. It is. It's scary to talk about things like. But I think at the very least, there could have been a little bit of recognition for because it was just kind of like the women were obviously very vocal about it, yeah. and you had a select few. Men who, you know, were voicing their um, concerns or whatever, but then it was just radio silence from yeah, white which males. Yeah, very like, <laughs> hey guys, maybe now's a good time when the eyes of the world are on you. Yes. Just, uh, like, yeah, it's scary, and probably anything you say is going to get ripped up by at least someone. Yeah. So just decide if it's worth it or not and I think sometimes like in this case it is worth it I think so oh good and and again I think there were you know they could have said a little something that just that would have been okay like no one would have wouldn't have gotten all up in arms but just like just acknowledgement goes a long way yeah 
and just uh <laughs> yeah i love that my dog is barking she just she's getting to be a part of the conversation um yeah i think it's i feel like they were just trying to listen but it was not a good <laughs> it didn't go well yeah and I mean, like, hey, benefit of the doubt. Like, this is what I'm giving them. I'm sure there were some men who won their awards and they're like, I don't give a shit about yeah. this. I don't care. I'm sure there were still people in that room that are um, abusers and that haven't been outed yet as being yeah. abusers. And they and weren't can, there being like, <laughs> you can tell who, like, um, when Natalie Portman made the, like, all-male directors. Like, here are your all-male <laughs> nominees. You could tell, like, some of the people that the camera went mm-hmm. to were, like, not impressed by that. Yeah. So you could tell, like, those people were, like, not into it, but, It's know. like, if that kind of joke makes you uncomfortable, then you're There's part of the reason. problem. Yeah. Because if you're not able to see the sad irony in the fact that there's this whole initiative going on right now, um for supporting women and everybody who's been victims of harassment and assault, like, in the workplace, but you're sitting there with your male, white, straight privilege and not doing anything. And not seeing an issue with the fact that in this whole group of nominees, it's all the same demographic. Like, Hmm. I don't, like, a lot of the argument on that specific thing, too, Mm -hmm. when people are like, well, maybe if they made movies that, like, some of the most, like, highest grossing films of the year were directed by women so i don't understand how not even one can be nominated like wonder woman like just the amount of money i have i didn't see wonder woman it's (laughs) not great highest grossing Mm -hmm. yeah movie yeah i mean that's the thing like wonder woman i saw it um i it's okay like as a as a movie it's like okay there were some moments where i'm like um but you can't argue with its success yeah and so the fact that patty jenkins wasn't nominated is that's laugh in the face yeah um and i i think it does a lot to even just like nominate like even if that's not who you pick to win the award just having like acknowledging that the contributions were there and worth an award of some kind like acknowledgement of any kind because it's like what like what are these nominations based on if the highest grossing movie of the year the director of that movie isn't nominated it's like well what are you basing this on then because then also just like personal taste kind of and then also like not that i'm like fully a fan of her but greta gerwig didn't get a director nom um but um Saoirse Ronan, Ronan yeah. uh, won for Best Actress in a Comedy or Musical or whatever, and then also the movie Lady Bird itself won as Best Comedy or Movie. So it's yeah. like, Greta Gerwig was, was the director of that actor I and of that movie. I never understand that. I never but she didn't get a nomination. That. Even when it comes time for, like, other works, like, Oscars, Oscars I, n- <laughs> I never understand. I'm like, how can this movie win yeah. for Best Overall like Picture? And then... All the other awards go to someone else. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the actress wins, the actor wins, the supporting actor wins, has the best score, and then it doesn't win, like, the movie. Yeah. Like, I, d- I never understand that thought process, but, like, okay, cool. I think all award shows are pretty much trash and just based on irrelevant people's opinions. Yeah. Um, for the most part. Yeah. And I just think that at this point in, like, at like, this day and age, like, whether a movie or a TV show has, like, a Golden Globe or whether a movie has an Oscar, it's just, like, to me, that doesn't mean I'm gonna, like, rush out and see it or, like, oh my god, it was nominated for yeah, an Oscar. Like, it's gonna okay. be so good. Like, I often disagree with what wins Best Picture at the Oscars. I often disagree with what gets nominated. Like, to me, that doesn't denote, like, a good movie yeah. or a good piece of media. Also, how did Get Out not win anything? That was trash. Um, like, I think we all know how it didn't. But, like, that movie was so good for so many different reasons. Like, to make a good horror movie, first of all, but, like, nothing else included is a feat in itself. And round of applause. Like, name any other good horror movie. You can't. You have to think about it. Because all of them, like, pretty much all of them have some kind of, like, low-budget, like, movie. You're just like, what's happening? Like, what is going on here? Why is there chocolate sauce in the tub? Like, that kind of... But this horror movie, like, in itself, so scary. Yeah. Just by... Nothing else included. Terrifying. It was a great movie. 
then you add that there's like oh social commentary in that too. We love and, social commentary. <laughs> can you tell? And everything had like some kind of like hidden meaning that related back to it. And then it was funny in parts too. We love funny. How how did that not win anything? Um, I just am upset. Yeah, it was disappointing, but not surprising. No. I think everybody, not everybody, but I think a lot of people were, like, hoping quietly that, like, it would win something. Um, and then when it didn't, everyone was like, oh, well, no. yes, yeah. that's that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, but it's unfortunate, because I, and I mean, like, it has obviously been recognized for being a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, just because it doesn't win a Golden Globe doesn't mean that it's not good. If anything, it means that it's... It is good because I don't really trust the taste no. of the Hollywood foreign press, whoever they Thank are. You, Hollywood foreign press. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What else, anything else with the Golden Globes? Let me look at my my list. Handy dandy listeroo. Listeroo. <laughs> Just kidding. I lost it. Oh, where is it? Womp womp. Just gonna have James Franco talk about that. Oprah. Oh. Oprah, a delightful human being. A true inspirational speaker she also looked phenomenal yeah she did she looked she was really she was like glowing have you seen the video of gail's getting ready and yes, oprah's and telling her that her elbows are ashy <laughs> like friendship that was so pure she said like that. ash wednesday ash or something wednesday. i was like oh it was really friendship. cute i saw that today and i smiled yeah. I was like, oh. they're very cute i yeah. respect them and yeah. their friendship <laughs> um yeah she looked great um I loved that any time anyone went up to accept, they got thrown off. They're like, Oprah! And they're like, oh, Oprah! And then continue, like, lost track entirely well, of what they were saying. could you imagine? Like, no. Oprah was sitting, like, this Just far like, away. <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm not worthy, goodbye. Yeah, that was so um, cute. That was really adorable. And she's just smiling, like, it's me. <laughs> um... I, that speech was so good. Like, I, I don't even have words to just be like, Ugh. So good. It was really amazing. Um, God bless Oprah. Just God bless her. She's an icon. She really is. I tweeted this, but um, I could tell I was getting my period because <laughs> I was crying at like virtually every acceptance speech. Anytime anyone mentioned anything about like being a woman or I know. like sisterhood or like anything, I was like, Ugh! yeah, so nice. And then it was just heightened with Oprah because it was just like. Well, that was like the culmination of face. everything. It was like, oh my god, Oprah. I'm just like, I'm gonna go out and do things. <laughs> Oprah inspired me. Um, yeah, no, her speech was really great, and I mean, like, her award was definitely well deserved. I mean, she definitely deserves a lifetime achievement award. I just listening to her speech, like, I know she like wrote what she was gonna say and like mm-hmm. sure practiced or whatever, but I don't know how people can be as eloquent as Oprah is. Like, I don't understand. It's it's amazing. I think even She's if... She's like in a world of her own. Like, like, even if some great speechwriter were to write me some sort of speech and I were to practice for weeks and weeks and weeks and, you know, memorize it, I still don't think I could deliver it with such eloquence and charisma as she was no. able to. I think that's just... That She's comes just, with the person. She's like, amazing. And, like, everyone... The way they look at Oprah is just, like, I've never seen people look at anyone the way a room full of people look at Oprah. It's just, like, such awe and admiration. It's truly amazing. It is. And I was, like, clapping at home like she could hear me. I was like, yes, Oprah! Uh, I just miss her voice, also. When she speaks, it gets all, like, nostalgic. I'm like, oh, like, I have to go home and watch Oprah. Immediately transported back in time. Yeah, it was so good. But I think that's all I have for the double G's, (laughs) GG's, the good old GG's. We love the Golden Globes. Um, (laughs) speaking of times up, (laughs) oh, today (laughs) I saw an article. I didn't know what was going on. Like I hadn't heard anything about it. But this is the the headline, and I just started hysterically laughing. Lena Dunham, under fire for turning up to Time's Up Golden Globes meeting, despite not being involved. <laughs> <laughs> if that is not the most Lena Dunham headline, <laughs> I don't know what is. Despite not being involved. That's 
like every like group presentation I've ever had to do in yes, my life. It's like where I do everything and they up. show up and I'm like, you were not involved in this and yet you're just gonna show up. They show up, try to put their name on it so they can get the grade and, and it's like, no, no. Her, um, her statement was, it made me laugh even more because it sounds exactly like when you like made plans and then didn't want to like do them uh-huh. and it sounds like it's very much in that vein of like yeah Dunham said in a statement to IndieWire that she couldn't attend the preparations due to a highly personal reason and was invited by a close friend that's super vague <laughs> like, I don't think you could like physically try to be more vague like if you were like gotta be <laughs> gotta be more vague like couldn't attend because of a highly personal, personal reason. reason. Was invited by a close, close friend. friend. <laughs> I mean, you could at least name the friend. Oh, wait, you don't have any because you're the worst. It's just so funny to me. Like, you, like Lena. <laughs> Lena. Honey. Girl. You can't do that. Vanity Fair. Just, like, scoops <laughs> for the, like, group photo. Like, hey. Vanity Fair published some article there. Like, I don't know. A couple weeks ago, and just the headline was, Can Lena Dunham recover from her high profile mistakes? And I just quote retweeted it. I was like, God, I hope not. Like, one day, the tweet that you sent me today was so funny about Lena Dunham. Oh, God, yes. I retweeted it too. Oh, my goodness. It was, uh, (laughs) it likened her to somebody from an infomercial, and it was truly hilarious. It's that account again. No, it's not. Is it? No. Don't lie. Um, Lena Dunham navigates public relations the way a lady in the first eight seconds of an infomercial navigates properly straining pasta. <laughs> oh, God, I love that so much. If that is not accurate, I don't know uh, what is. It's just the funniest thing I've ever, I've ever seen. <laughs> I couldn't, like, I was reading and I was like, I know this is, like, a super serious, like, thing of course but I couldn't stop laughing because I was like I don't know how Lena Dunham manages to like out Lena Dunham herself every single every time. time it's like just when you think that maybe she'll, she'll learn from her last public apology Mm-mm. she comes out and it's just more nonsense just even more Lena Dunham nonsense oh it will never end and that's upsetting that is upsetting Oh, oh! today, what I was saying is not Luna Dunham related, but it's nonsense continuing related. <laughs> uh, Ashley Graham. Oh, yes. She was on, hold on, Spill let me, the like, tea. let me bring this note up so that I can read exactly what she said, because I, like, scribed it, as you say. So they were talking about all this, like, time's up stuff going on right now. And Sorry, this was like, on The View? Yes. <laughs> like, the little shimmy you're Sorry, doing. I kind of have to pee, but... Oh, it's... Okay. <laughs> um, she, like, they were talking about that and, like, what her thoughts were on it, and she's like, obviously I support everyone and blah, blah, blah. And then they asked her, um, about Terry Richardson and how <laughs> he's being investigated for sex crimes. Uh-huh. And stuff like that. And they were like, you worked with him, didn't you? And she was like, yes, I worked with him when I was, like, 17 or 18, I think she said. And she was like, they were like, oh, did you know the rumors about it? Like, had you heard about the stuff that was going on? And she said, of course I knew the rumors, but you want those pictures in your portfolio. So she knew what was going on, knew that that was a thing, and still went because she wanted those pictures in her portfolio. I was, I was gobsmacked. I was like, pardon? And then... It was, like, kind of awkward, because I was, like, people were, like, and then she tried to, like, talk about something else, and I was, like, you just, you just said that you knew what was going on, but you wanted pictures from him anyways. Like, I, like, we, like, Ashley Graham has been trash, we've discussed that on this podcast, but wow, that right there takes it to a new level. That's why I couldn't believe it, I was, like, now I have even more of a reason to dislike you, because I feel sometimes when I say that I dislike her, people are, like, Why? Shouldn't you, like, worship her? Shouldn't you look up to her and be like, oh, fat icon. Sorry, curvy. Curvy. She would never call herself fat. Literally someone else on The View, I don't know her name. She's a new person. Sure. McCain. (laughs) Megan McCain. There we go. Oh, she's on The View now. She's on The View. Interesting. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, let me tell you. She, um, she's like, oh, like, 
as a like fellow like plus size person, she's like curvy. Like she said, like she corrected her and said the thing is not every plus size person is curvy. No. That's the issue. That's the gag. That's the gag, honey. Um But yeah, you just want you want those pictures for your portfolio. So is what she said. You voluntarily worked with a known predator. Yeah. Alright. And she made some other weird comment and I it was just like a blip of everything else she was talking about yeah. so I didn't like write it down. But it was like they were kind of talking like, oh you like that's dangerous if you knew what was going on. She's like, oh I think I could like take him. I was like that's not that's not the like that's not the point, Ashley Graham. Like when people say things like that, like oh I could take him or oh like I'm stronger or whatever. Like oh I'm strong. I have a lot of inner strength. Like, you're putting people who were victimized by these terrible people down because you're saying that. It's like you're saying, I'm strong, not like them. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, I meant to talk about this last week on the podcast and I completely forgot, but I watched one of Dave Chappelle's new stand-up specials on Netflix. It's called, like, The Bird of Revelation or something. It has a weird name. Um, My mom and I watched it a week or two ago. Two weeks ago, I guess. Um, and he had some hot takes on... (laughs) None of them good ones. (laughs) He had some hot takes on the sexual assault allegations that have been coming out of Hollywood, and boy, were they awful. Um, he was talking at one point about, uh, the allegations against Louis C.K., and again, I don't have, like, the direct quotes or anything like that, I can just paraphrase, but he said something along the lines of, or he kind of, you know, he used the word weak to describe one of the women who came forward about Louis C.K.'s behavior. Um, and he basically said, like, oh, like, you heard him jacking off on the phone and, like, that killed your dream of being in comedy. Well, like, I hate to break it to you, but, like, you're pretty weak. Like, if that's what kills your dream, blah, blah, blah. That's awful. Like, it was, it was horrible. Like, I had, before I watched it, I had, like, seen some people kind of being, like, he has, like, some not-so-good takes on everything, and I was, like, okay, like, let me watch it, see what it, see what it's all about, and boy, it's so bad, like, he is just completely negating these women's experiences and, like, their trauma and calling them weak and being, like, well, if that's what crushed your dream, then, like, yeah, sorry, but you didn't have a dream to start with, is basically what he says. It's so interesting when dudes seem to have takes on things mm-hmm. like this. Like, of course you don't get it. Yeah. Like, you've this has oh, not been your entire life. But this was the best thing. He was then making the comparison that because he is black and his ancestors were enslaved, okay. that he understands what it's like to be oppressed, which, sure, I have never been black, yeah. but I get that you face oppression because of that. Um, But I don't think that you can compare the two. Being a black man is very different from being a woman who has experienced sexual assault or harassment or abuse. Even Um, a black woman who's experienced. Even a black woman. And it was just, it just, it was so many bad takes. And he was basically like, you know, like, I know oppression. I'm like, that's not it. And mm-hmm. if you can't deal with that, then you're weak and, like, you didn't have a dream to begin with. the whole, with. like, oppression Olympics kind thing. Kind of. It was just like, well, I've yeah. had it worse. Yeah. And it's just like, I really don't think you can equate oppression. I don't think you no. can equate personal trauma and pain. Um, You know, it's like, I just, it was I think with good. any, like, anything, though, like, just because, like, any problem, even the most trivial problem in the world, like, yeah. you can't be like, oh, my issue is worse than yours. Because, like... No. Maybe it seems worse from the outside, but you don't know, like, everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. It, like, the inner workings of things or, like, what led up to that or anything. And I just think if you're a dude and you're a dude who's never himself experienced sexual violence, you don't really have um, any of a chance. Like, you shouldn't take an opportunity to, like, have a hot take on it unless it's supporting. Exactly. Like, it's really not... Like, just don't say anything, then, if you're not gonna... Yeah. Not, it's not gonna be a good take. Yeah, no. He had... He was talking about some other things, too, related to that. I feel like he was talking about the Kevin Spacey thing at one point. 
And again, like, not a great take yeah. on that and, like, Anthony Rapp. And I was just like, yikes. Um, it, he was just saying a lot of things that I was just like, this is really bad and harmful and dangerous and we yeah. shouldn't be saying these things. And you can see, like, the audience, like, it pans to the audience a lot. And what both my mom and I noticed when we were watching it is it was all the men who were laughing and the women who were in the audience didn't look quite as happy no. with some of the things that they were saying, that he was saying. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't think it's, you know, I, I think it's like a fine line too between like, um, you know, like censorship and I, you, you can't tell people like what they can and can't say, I guess, to a certain extent, but also like if you are a comedian, for example, mm-hmm. Um, I really, if, again, if you've never experienced, for example, sexual harassment, I really don't think it's in your wheelhouse to, uh, make jokes about it and give your little personal take on it because I think you just don't have anything, um, relevant or important to contribute to the conversation. No. Not at all. So just don't do it. Talk about something that relates to you. Talk about something that you've dealt with or you've faced Turn that into your set. Tell a story. You know, I don't really want to hear your thoughts on Louis C.K. as a man who is in the comedy industry. Yeah, no, not at all. Never. (laughs) No offense. Unless it's being like, that's horrible and I didn't do my part when I knew what was going on. Yeah. If any man in the comedy industry wants to step in and say that, like, we're all ears. But uh, other than that, um, it was something... That a lot of people knew, not saying every dude in comedy knew what was happening, but a lot of them did. And a lot of them were just like, oh, it's like a hazing mentality. Like, oh yeah, haha, like that's just what happens. That's just Louie for you. Yeah. Like, like, okay, well it shouldn't be. It shouldn't That be. shouldn't be okay. I don't know why everybody's okay with no, that. No, that's not, that's not a thing. That shouldn't be a thing. But yeah, so if you want to um, make yourself angry, go watch that on Netflix. <laughs> Um, I would not recommend it, though. No. Doesn't sound like it. No, it was not a good time. Um, in other news, uh, BuzzFeed News published a story yesterday entitled, Dylan Farrow is not going to let Hollywood forget its support of Woody Allen, um, which was really delightful. And, like, we've talked about this, um, in a previous episode about how in the wake of everything post-Weinstein, like... There have been a lot of men that have been, like, hashtag canceled, but, like, Woody <laughs> Allen's still bopping. Yeah. Um, and he should have been canceled a very long time very ago. very long time ago. And so there were some really good quotes from this that I'm just going to, like, quickly read through. Um, but Dylan Farrow is quoted as saying, I fully support women taking a stand, linking arms with other women and men, advocating on behalf of one another to affect change, not only in the entertainment industry, but in the world at large. That is admirable and a worthwhile objective. I hope these women change the world. That said, the people who join this movement without taking any kind of personal accountability for the ways in which their own words and decisions have helped to perpetuate the culture they are fighting against, Mm -hmm. that's hard for me to reconcile. So, um, as we've talked about previously, uh, Time's Up Initiative, some of the people, some of the women, rather, who were part of that, um, men and women, but Blake Lively, Emma Stone, Scarlett Johansson, (laughs) Kate Blanchett, and Greta Gerwig, all of whom have worked with Woody Allen within the past decade. They all donated to the legal fund, as did Justin Timberlake, who also stars in Alan's most recent yeah. film. Um, all of those people recently, or previously mentioned, have spoken out against the um, abuse as the Me Too movement's risen to prominence even before Time's Up launched. Um, so what Blake Lively said to The Hollywood Reporter back in October after news of the Weinstein stories broke was, It's important that women are furious right now. It's important that there is an uprising. It's important that we don't stand for this and that we don't focus on one or two or three or four stories. It's important that we focus on humanity in general and say this is unacceptable. This came a year and a half after Lively starred in uh, Woody Allen's Cafe Society. When she was asked about the allegations that he had molested Dylan Farrow as a child, she said, It's amazing what Woody has written for women, adding, It's very dangerous to factor in things you don't know anything about. I could only know my experience. And my experience with Woody is that he's empowering to women. This is one one of the things that really bothers me when people are asked about working with Woody mm-hmm. Allen. Because it's like, and with anything else in the world, you have all the like opportunity in the world to mm-hmm. say, I made a mistake. Yeah. 
I'm regretful of what happened. Ellen Page if did give, it. Yeah, if given the opportunity to work with him again, I would not take it yeah. because knowing what I know, that's just my bad. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking of all the, like, harm it caused. Like, exactly. you're allowed to say that. Yeah. The movie's already been made. You're like, a very powerful there. woman in Hollywood. You are capable of saying that. Ellen Page came forward and said that it was the biggest regret of her career was yeah. working with Woody Allen. Um, so Dylan Farrow directly addressed Blake Lively and Justin Timberlake in his statement saying, I struggle to understand how a woman who believes Woody Allen is quote unquote empowering to women can claim the role as an advocate for women suffering from sexual harassment. Yeah. I struggle with how a powerful force like Justin Timberlake can claim to be in awe of the strength of women and stand with them at this Me Too movement. And then in the next breath say that working with Woody Allen is a dream come true. It's, I, uh, uh, I just. I don't know how he's still I don't know. thriving. It's amazing. But yeah, on the uh, day of the Golden Globes, Justin Timberlake tweeted, Here we come and damn my wife is hot. Hashtag time's up. Hashtag why we wear black. And then Ira Madison retweeted or quote retweeted it and said, If time's up, why are you in a Woody Allen film? Yeah, I'm like, uh. Um, so. They asked Greta Gerwig about mm-hmm. working with Woody Allen too. And yeah. her. She had a lackluster response. Yeah, her response is basically. Just the same as, like, the other responses that are asked, like, oh, just move on to something else. Not gonna comment on it. Yeah. Like, you're allowed to be, like, I don't, like, I shouldn't have done that. Or, like, I did it and that it is what it is now and I'm regretful. Yes. Um, so in the press room after the award show, Greta Gerwig, whose film Lady Bird took, Lady Bird? <laughs> Lady Bird. Lady Bird took home Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Um, she answered a question from Susan Chang from BuzzFeed News about her decision to work with Alan, and she said, and I quote, it's something that I have thought deeply about and I care deeply about, and I haven't had the opportunity to have an in-depth conversation where I come down on one side or the other, but it's something that I've definitely taken to heart. Okay. That's not an answer. In things such as this, there is not one side or the other. Mm -mm. You're on the side of a person who is victimized, or you're on the side of an abusive pedophile who is just the most vile person in the world. So, like, sure, if you want to be on that side, just say it now. Like, I don't want to hear your well-thought-out answer. No, I don't want you to, like, walk back and forth. Just go. Just say you're going on that side. Like, it's not like you're picking between, like, cherry pie or apple pie. No. Like, it's like, one is disgusting like one is the right one side, is filled with worms and one is the wrong and they're side. all woody allen yeah i think if you're gonna cut into woody allen like worms it just come out worms you know is it in men in black when he just like explodes into like goo and like bugs that that would be him. right that That's would be sad. him yeah um so on golden globes night dylan farrow who does who does appear to uh, support times up uh the concept as a whole tweeted a thread uh taking to task hollywood's relationship with allen she said, I have to wonder, is time really up now? Is this really the turning point? I have no doubt it can be. I have no doubt the time is right. But in order for things to meaningly change, meaningfully change, they need to change unequivocally. Um, she, and then it was after the Golden Globes in 2014 that she decided to bring up Alan's alleged abuse of her again in an open letter to the New York Times. And she said, nope, no, no, no. No predator should be spared by virtue of their talent or creativity or genius. No rock should be left unturned. The principles of the movement need to be applied consistently and without exemption. Why is that so hard for people? It just really is. I don't know. I don't understand why people put Woody Allen up on such a pedestal. I don't know. All his movies are the same plot. Yeah. Like, oh, the gross old man is with a hot young woman. Oh, weird that that's his storyline and that he's a giant abusive piece of garbage. Weird how that connects, you know? Um, And then Pharaoh also said in her statement, it's of course particularly hard for me as a survivor of sexual abuse to know that to know that for these particular individuals, I am not part of the every woman they stand for. I seem to remain secondary to their ambition, which undermines the powerful and embracing mes- message that they are trying to send. Yeah. I just, poor, poor Dylan. It's just through the ringer in all. Yeah. In all ways. Just, someone please just support her for the love of god just like someone be like 
I stand with. Yeah. Like, uh, it makes me so frustrated. It does. Like, it's, it just, it really goes to show how hypocritical some of these people are. It's because it's easier to be vague with who you're supporting. Yeah. If you're like, oh, time's up. On what? Like, say yeah. say what it's people, up on. People love a hashtag. They do. That's the thing. They're like, oh, yes, I'm involved. But it's all performative. You're not standing up for anyone. Well, You're yeah. just, like... It's that whole idea of, like, clicktivism where it's just, yeah. like, I can just, like, tweet a hashtag and, like, I'm supporting it. It's just, like... Great, but if you're not actually carrying out no. the actions, then you can't really it's say just, that yeah. you're supporting it. You can be like, I support women who have come forward. Which women? Yeah, again, like you can't say Dylan. Certainly not, because you're still working with Woody Allen. Yeah, if you're saying enough. I support all women who have come forward, there can't be a but after that. No. There can't be a, you know, exception. There can't be a, oh, well, uh, no. Like, that has to include Dylan Farrow, and that means... That you should not be do the work behind that. Yeah. Oh, it's really as simple as that. It doesn't seem to be. People can't really wrap their minds around things. No, evidently not. That's fine. That's totally fine. That's okay. Um, what? Something I wrote down too because I saw an article, and I was like, ha ha. Um. Japanese police want to question Logan Paul I for the video because um, he technically did not report the body. Mm. Um, it was the guide that was with him. Yeah. Because all he did was, yo, are you dead at the body for like Oh my god, I'm thinking so hard. But then I also, because the article had part of his apology in it. Yeah. And I just want to read this to you because it made me laugh. Oh, no. In his second apology, (laughs) a video titled, So Sorry, (laughs) Paul said, I've made a severe and continuous lapse in my judgment and I don't expect to be forgiven. I am simply here to apologize. I've made a severe and continuous lapse in my judgment a lapse of judgment cannot be continuous that's why it's a lapse also you don't like commit a lot like it's something that just had oh, it was a lap i made a lapse of judgment like i had a lapse it's of a, you had one let's just get into the grammar of it like not quick. to criticize the semantics of it but also it's you're an idiot just i love that it sounds straight out of lena Dunn's mouth I made a severe and continuous lapse in judgment. Oh, you're so and I don't expect to be forgiven. Good, you're not forgiven I'm just by here us. to apologize. I hate him so much. Oh, that's like when Lena Dunham apologized for like one of her most recent things. Who can keep I up? I was like, I naively thought my opinion was worth sharing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that's the problem, Lena. You always do. Yeah, that's really your reoccurring <laughs> issue, hon. <laughs> no one cares what your hot take is on it. No. The next time you think of, like, sharing your opinion, yeah. just go back to that part of the apology. Just be like, hey, you know what the world needs? Me tweeting about this. Yeah. As you're tweeting, Twitter should just lock her phone. Oh, Like, my it should God. just, like, shut down, delete all her accounts on other media. I think when she's tweeting, when she hits, like, send tweet, it should just go into her draft yeah. and never get published. <laughs> yeah. Twitter? <laughs> Are you listening? Or just, she should have her own private timeline yes. where she, it's just her own tweets and yeah. no one else needs to yeah. see them. And you could just, like, change the picture so it looks like just eggs. Let's just have eggs. Yeah. Of her own tweets. Be like, oh, that's a good point. Not Lena. <laughs> Not Lena. <laughs> oh, God. People are terrible. Uh, <sighs> a nightmare. What is this nightmare we live in? I don't know. We are nine days into 2018, though, and I feel like it's already been a whirlwind. I just, um, like, 2017 was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Um, everyone was hopeful Mm -hmm. going into 2018. Like, there was a little bit of hope left in the world. Just, like, (laughs) a slight amount. And then the first day Mm -hmm. of 2018, Logan Paul, Logan Paul? Yes, Logan Paul. (laughs) Post a video. My brethren. Of a dead person in a forest. And so I think that's just really the note that we're going to be on. No, I think that really, that's setting the tone for the rest of the year. For sure. You know, we're going to 
look, uh, Chris and Rachel of Cosmic Creation were talking about this in last week's episode as well. And they're like, we're going to look back on this at the end of the year and be like, remember when that <laughs> happened? Like, this we is- missed those days. It's like, it's going to be another one of those years. Also, we just need to talk for a second about how we're alternate universe. Chris and Rachel. Yeah. So Zoe and I have said this before because Chris and Rachel are just us. Like, we are the same people. They are just living in Seattle. We are living in Toronto. It's- unsettling at this point it is like there have been um, there have been moments and we've talked about them before on the podcast i think where we're like whoa like that's so weird they yeah, said like something the crows that, one was the, like counting yes, crows in our episode and they, they had something with yeah. crows the time that they said resurgence we always say resurgence it's niche it's fine don't worry about it um but on last week's episode so they put out their episode last week i think the day after you and i recorded our episode yeah. last week So last week, if you recall, if you're a loyal listener, we took a BuzzFeed quiz about vines. Yeah. They took the same (laughs) quiz on their podcast. And then later in the episode, they were talking about cilantro. Now, cilantro, you might be asking yourselves, (laughs) what is the relevance of this? Well, I will tell you. Um, I love cilantro. I am hashtag team cilantro. I would (laughs) die for cilantro. I would literally die for cilantro. (laughs) I would not. Zoe hates cilantro. Um, and I remember a point, I don't know what Logan said to me, but I'm pretty Probably sure she screamed at me something about dying, about me dying, I about might cilantro. Have, I may have Like, told, you can choke. Like, something like that. I may have told Zoe to kill herself because she didn't she, like cilantro. I think she did. It was in a Besides moment of rage. Point. Beside the point. So, we clearly have two polar opposite, very strong views on cilantro. Zoe thinks it tastes like soap. What a friggin' idiot. It does. It just tastes like soap. Listeners. We're gonna put a poll out on Twitter. Oh my god, we need to do this. There's gonna be a poll. Look out for that on Twitter. Give us your thoughts. If you are not hashtag team cilantro, you're dead to me. Um, anyway. I will support you. Come to me with open arms and ready. I'm ready. We're gonna divide the- I'm gonna have my own podcast about cilantro. Cilantro? A podcast. <laughs> with Logan. Um, so anyway, back to Chris and Rachel. In their podcast last week, they were talking about cilantro. And apparently Rachel is also hashtag team cilantro, whereas Chris is a little anti-cilantro. I'm definitely a little anti-cilantro. Little anti-cilantro. <laughs> That's my rap name. Your album's also dropping later this year. Watch out for it. Oh. Anyway, so they are us. We are them. Um, go listen to Coffee with Rachel if you don't already. It's delightful and it's fun. Very and fun. I love them with all my heart, and I just want to be friends with them. <laughs> Please, I just want to be friends with them. We like, love I you so much. love Rachel Whitehurst so much. She is who taught me to blend my eyeshadow <laughs> on YouTube back in the day. Okay, like my she's love so for her funny. runs deep. Like, she's actually. The funniest person. She taught me how to do my eyeshadow. Like that, for that, I am forever That grateful. means so much to me. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're alternate universe done. That's what you need to know. Yeah. Also, check out our both our albums <laughs> dropping soon. And a cilantro poll yes. also dropping soon. Um, very important stuff that we are coming up with on this podcast. Uh, only the most important. Mm. You know, it goes from, like, really important things to cilantro. Cilantro. Also, very important to some people, not me. (laughs) Anything else? Um, I think that might be it. All right. Um, you can follow us on things. Oh, yes, right. We're on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) Yes. And Facebook. And Facebook. At HonestlyPod or slash HonestlyPod on Facebook. We have an email address that no one uses, but you could (laughs) if you wanted to. Please. The HonestlyPodcast at gmail.com. And we also have a website, www.thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home, please. How many times? How many times do we have to say How many times? We also might have merch. Maybe we'll we'll finish doing that. Maybe. Maybe. But it's coming. It's coming. Coming down the pipeline. And we figured out how to make it look better because there's a second oh, where yeah. it was not working it out. It's a little ugly. But, you know, so are we. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alrighty. Um, that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>